Hey there, just a quick message before you tune into the next episode. This is B. Wendy Jackson. Just a couple of changes if you're interested in my books. I have two resources available on Amazon. You can search for me uh, for the books at B. Wendy Bob. Two books will come up. They are amazing. They will help you experience hope and healing. And then there's an Empower to Empower You podcast, uh, a work reflection workbook, a reflection workbook based on the podcast. As you listen to certain episodes, you can engage in deeper reflection. I really hope that those resources are going to add value to your lives, and I know that they will. If you're interested in services or how to connect with me, you can visit my new website. I have a new website, y'all. Oh, my gosh. You can visit the new website, Against All Odds, P as in Paul, C as in Charlie, S as in Snake.com, Against All Odds, PCS.com. There you can subscribe to the newsletter and and you can also visit more, uh, visit the website to learn how you can be a guest on the podcast, learn about the services that we have to offer and many more. If you want to email me, you can email me at hello at against all odds. That's A-G-A-I-N as in Nancy, S as in Sam, T. A-L-L-O-D as in dog, D as in dog, S as in Sam, P as in Paul, C as in Charlie, S as in Sam or snake.com. Hello at against all odds, PCS.com. Or you can email me at bwendyjacksonlcsw at outlook.com. See you later. Talk to you soon. Stay empowered. Enjoy the next episode. Hey there, so this podcast episode is a little bit different, but I'm so excited to share it with you. On February the 1st, I was honored to be be in collaboration on a live, a transformative live discussion with Natasha Bryant. Um, Natasha Bryant is another social worker. She's an LCSW. She's the owner of Speak Life Transformation. She's also a confidence coach. And she started doing um, a series of eight weeks of just different empowering content, different lives. And so our topic was moving from hopelessness, hopelessness to hopefulness. Uh, So in her book, she's promoting her coloring book. Uh, It's an inspiration coloring book called My Self Talk Speaks Life. And in this book has amazing poems, just different, just different uh, poems based on experiences, based on her experiences, based on experiences with the clients. And so she asked me, she invited me to do this live with her where I was able to pick a poem that speaks to me. Well, I picked the one entitled Hope Dealer. Y'all, I was so excited to do that because that's what I do. And I'm con- my hope dealing is connected to the hope giver, Jesus Christ. And so I want you to just kind of listen to this interview. I hope the sound is okay. Uh, I want to hear from you how you enjoyed this episode. You can follow Natasha at Speak Life Transformation. You can also tune in to the YouTube channel, Speak Life Transformation TV. I want to hear from you. Don't forget to rate and review the episode but just enjoy it. Enjoy it with a cup of tea, a cup of coffee, a cup of, you know, some water, some juice. And um, thank you so much for allowing me to share this live with you. Okay. Enjoy the show. 
What is up, everyone? Going live. Check on YouTube. Check on Instagram. Check on Mogul TV Global Network. We are live and effect. If you don't know who I am, I am Natasha Bryant. I'm a speaker, confidence mindset coach, a mental wellness expert, author, and the owner of Speed Light Transformation and Mental Health and Wellness practice located in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And you are watching Speak Life Lessons. This is a short eight-week series where I'm coming on with some amazing guests talking about navigating all the life's ups and downs through speaking life and everything that we're talking about today the topics of choice is being chosen by my guests i've given them the challenge to choose a poem from my book my book is my self talk speaks life inspirational coloring book you can purchase it on the speaklifetransformation.com website. Um, click the um, link for the LSL store. Right now, everything in the store is 25% off for this love season because this is a, a great way to show yourself some love or show somebody else um, love by giving, gifting them the gift of self-love. And so we're coming from poems from here. If you have this book already, pull it out because we're going to be reading from it. Um, and it's going to be an amazing Tom, I have a special guest with me. I'm so excited to have her here. If you are watching this on um, YouTube, make sure you subscribe to this Feel Like Transformation TV YouTube channel. Right now, take a moment right now, click subscribe. Yes, if you are watching this on Instagram, then you're probably already following me. But if you're not following me already, click follow. <laughs> and make sure you share this. Said Tag somebody, um, um, DM somebody. Like, listen, you got to log on now because it's going down. You don't want to miss this amazing, amazing um, episode about hope. So let's just get right into business. Let's get right into it. I have this amazing guest, the Wendy. I met her through, I think we met, met through Instagram. I think we met through social, if I recall. And um, she had blessed me to be a guest on her podcast. Can't wait for her to tell you more about that. And it was an amazing time. And so, of course, she was on the top of my mind when I was like, who can I have as a guest on here? So, ladies and gents, please give a warm welcome to my girl, Ewendy. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? I am well, Natasha. How are you today? Thank you for having me. Yes, I'm doing great. I am just excited about our conversation. I know it's going to be so fruitful um, and bless so many people. So mm -hmm. I'm just excited. Tell the people about you and what you do. Absolutely. So uh, my name is B. Wendy Jackson. I am originally from St. Lucia, but I've been in the States for a long time. I live in Memphis, Tennessee. I am a, a hope dealer as, as Natasha. I am an encourager. I am a speaker. I'm a podcast host. I'm a Christian, most importantly. I am the owner and clinical director of Against All Odds Professional Counseling Services. I'm also a podcast host, Empower to Empower You podcast. I've had Natasha as a guest. I am also the author of two books, working on a third book, and I'm excited to be here. <laughs> Listen. That list right there. That sounds like you introduce yourself, girl, because I don't want to do anything wrong. I'm excited about the third book. I can't yes. hear about that. 
excited. Yes, I'm excited. Are you releasing information about the book or is it still kind of like... Well, I don't, you know, I'm working. No, I could I could share a little bit. Um, I am. It's all. It's in the finishing. I'm working on a. Um, it's called a gratitude journal, and it will be for clients, discharge clients, potential clients, the not so productive entrepreneur or the productive entrepreneur, the busy mom, really anybody. And it offers a structure to journal in a very simplistic way. So I'm excited about it for sure. Yes. And you know, I've been like going back and forth about um, announcing my big announcement, but your book really connects with my. So I'll tell you off. I'll tell yes. you why my connection. Okay. But yes. There's another announcement <laughs> coming soon. It's going to be coming um, at one of Dorney Wani's Speak Life moments. Um, I actually have another um surprise for you guys of uh, another live that i'll be doing and that will be like the major announcement so yes stay tuned again make sure you subscribe to the youtube channel follow me on instagram follow me on tiktok tiktok is the same thing as speak life transformation follow me on uh, facebook at live and speak life to be able to stay tuned for all those amazing um excitements <laughs> but let's get right into it so again we are reading from and myself talk speaks life inspirational coloring book you can get your copy at speaklifetransformation.com and the poem for tonight that b wendy chose is titled hope dealer and this is what it says mm -hmm. my heart is filled with hope i see the good even when there is bad i confidently speak with hopefulness regardless of my situation hope is what i deal i deal hope with love and encouragement i am a hope dealer I deal hope to those who are hopeless. I am a hope dealer. I deal hope with light, removing any darkness in my life. I am a hope dealer. I deal hope with confidence, believing that everything will work out for my good. I am a hope dealer. I deal hope to the skeptical. I deal hope to the lost. I deal hope to the chained. My hope deals freedom, curiosity, joy, and peace. I am a hope dealer. I had to snap yes. my fingers on that. <laughs> so um, the inspiration for this poem, I wrote all the poems in, in this book. The inspiration for this poem was um, just thinking about myself um, as a hope dealer, mm -hmm. uh, as someone I, as someone that allows myself to be able to see the good within situations. I am that person that sees the glass mm -hmm. half full and not half empty. Mm -hmm. Um but then also in general, like what does it mean to deal hope, right? Like how does that, what does that look like? Um, and the impact that has on other people, not just you, but also other yeah. people. And so um, that's the, that was the inspiration behind Hope Dealer. So what made, what made you choose this poem? Oh man, first of all, it's so funny. You, I don't know if you knew this, but Hope Dealer, probably about a year or so ago, I started using the hashtag in some of my posts. Um, because mm -hmm. that is who I am, who I who I am, or how I serve in providing hope. But mm -hmm. most importantly, when I was going through, I just love this poem, this book that you allowed me to um, participate in. Once I saw the word hope dealer in the first line, mm -hmm. my heart is filled with hope. For, what really stands out for me is I am a hope dealer because. When I think about the scripture, Hebrews 6, 19, which says, hope in Jesus is the anchor for my soul. That is one of my mm -hmm. favorite verses. 
because I will not, I would not be able to have hope or give hope had I not accepted Christ, right? He is the hope giver. He, Because he is the hope giver, I'm able to give hope. I'm able to deal hope. And so that is so personal for me, part of my testimony. And so I just love, 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 love that. I mean, the whole, even as you were reading it, I just had this big smile on my face. My cheeks hurt because it is truth based. I don't know if you wrote it based on the scripture, but but it is truth based on what I believe in terms of hope being in, in Christ for sure. Yeah, no, definitely God was all in there. I had to throw the confidence in there yeah. um, as one of the lines. Um, that line says, um, I deal hope with confidence, believing that everything will work out for my good. I think for me, that was the line, the scripture, when it talks about um, God will work things out for your good. It's like, and also when you think about being a believer, um, mm-hmm. part of faith is, is and believing in, in who Christ is, is this expectation that I'm going to be okay. Yeah. I think Absolutely. that's what it was for me when it comes to hope and, yeah. and then dealing that to other people. Like, even though, and as a therapist, you know, it's, it's yeah. we, we um, are um, working with individuals who are going through a lot and, Sometimes, not sometimes, most of the time they need somebody to say, you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Like, you got this. Mm-hmm. You're going to work this through. We're going we're gonna to work it out together. We're going to figure out how to get through this. Mm-hmm. And so I'm constantly dealing that to to individuals and then even to myself. And I, and I, that comes from me with the expectation knowing that God got me. And so I'm going to be okay on the other mm-hmm. side mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 For you, um, has anybody been a hope dealer for for you? And what was that like for you? Yeah, no, I thought about that question. I think I, it it's really hard to give that title to a person. I mean, I know that we're saying that we are hope dealers, so that kind of sounds contradictory, right? But in terms of when you ask, did anybody give? Well, I heard it as, that it has anybody given me hope? The only person I could think of was accepting you know, Jesus Christ is my Lord and personal savior. I don't, I don't know if I can give that <laughs> to anybody else. I, I, I believe, I mean, of course, there are people who believed in me. There are people who still believe in me. There are people who um, think really good thoughts of me, right? Uh, and so I definitely don't, don't want to minimize that. Uh, but in terms of just thinking about, you know, what hopelessness, and I know we're going to talk about that, what hopelessness looked like and my transition from hopelessness to Hopefulness. I, I could only I attribute that to 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 Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I love how you because I didn't even think of it in that way, but that <laughs> uh, I love that response yeah. um, because um, when you think about for you, when you think about your source of hope, it's like I don't need anybody, and not in a cocky way, but just like right. I don't need anybody to. Um, deliver hope to me because I, I already it's already within me because God is within me and God provides me with the hope, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who are watching on Instagram and or um, YouTube, you can definitely stay connected with us. Um, feel free to um, write anything in the chat. Stay. Um, that's if Instagram is still connected. I will give you guys uh, a disclaimer. I did get a notification that Instagram and stream, um, Instagram Live has been having some issues. So I may mm. be streaming and I may not be streaming anymore because uh, <laughs> I'm looking at my thing. I might not be on Instagram anymore. But if I'm not, my bad, y'all. 
um, you have to watch it on, on YouTube, you watch a replay on YouTube. But those who are on YouTube and or um, mobile TV, especially YouTube, you can um, write um, any questions in the chat and um, we will, or comments. Um, when I'll definitely keep an eye on on those things. Um, so one of the things that we talked about, uh, Wendy, when we're talking about this title, so today's title is all about, the, the, the topic is all about um, moving from hopelessness yeah. to hopefulness. Mm-hmm. And when you're, and when you, and that was, and I named title based on when you were talking about what it means for you, like uh, hope and what that looks like. And so what does that look like? If someone's moving from hopelessness to hopefulness, yeah. what does that dream look like? How, how does somebody make that type of transition? Mm, first of all, hmm, first of all, so, so this is not me. This is not what what it looked like for me. This is if I were working with somebody to help them transition from hopelessness to hopefulness. Oh, either or. It can be your story. It can be your story okay. how you've done it. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. So... Let let me let me just start with where you where you where you started with me, right? So if I'm working with a client who's presenting with hopelessness, the I, the first thing I I love solution focused therapy, right? Because it's focused on it's focused on outcomes, it's focused on change, it's focused on offering hope. The first thing I want to do is to hear their story so that I can receive their story, process their story, and then offer hope. How do I do that with Christians or with or with Christians? Of course, I'm always I work with, I work a lot with Christians. I, I partner with people, uh, Christians, professionals, young adults, and couples to move them through God's power to move them towards healing and freedom. If I'm working with a Christian who says I'm, I, I'm I feel hopeless, that's hard to that's hard to hear, right? Because that means there's a disconnection from their relationship with Christ. Because as Christians, we should not be hopeless because we have Christ. Who's a source of hope? But if I'm working with a Christian, that means I'm offering prayer. I am, of course, with permission. I'm offering prayer. I am bringing or breaking down the word, the scripture, in a very practical way. I don't want to beat them down with the word of God. I want to make it applicable and digestible and and share the word of God with them in a very hopeful manner. Right? If I am working with somebody that's not a believer. Um, I am doing things like I love to do, even from the first or couple of, ses- couple of sessions, I love to do things like exploring desired outcomes. One of my favorite things that I enjoy doing is I may, depends on the client, I may provide an assignment. I like to call assignments heart work instead of homework, mm. right? I may give a heart work to say, I want you to think about this. We all, we all learned about the miracle question. So I tend to frame the miracle question in a very applicable way to this client. I want you to think about if change happened, if you woke up one day or by the end of our time working together and things were different, how would you know? What would you notice that would let you know that something beautiful has happened? In other words, what's on the other side? Because when somebody is hopeless, that means they are blinded by the possibility of where the change can even happen, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I want to offer hope in a way of there is another side to this. I want, I want to encourage them and invite them. Many people who come to therapy have not had an opportunity to dream. I want to provide permission to dream. Imagine, just Im- we all have imaginations, right? No one takes, like from the time we were little kids, we all have imaginations. And so I want to I- invite them to imagine 
If change, if a miracle were to happen, if something beautiful were to happen, imagine the other side of where you are today. What would that look like and how would you know? Sometimes I use a scaling question on a scale of one to 10, 10 being, you know, you're experiencing positive, uh, positive outcomes, you're experiencing change, one being, or one, 10 being you're hopeless, one being you're hopeful, where are you today? If they say, well, I'm, 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 I'm sorry, 10 being hopeful, one being hopeless, where are you today? They say like I'm a two. I might ask something like, what would it take for that two to get to a two and a half? Mm. What does that do? That emit, something happens in the brain, yeah. right? To just kind of like, oh, mm -hmm. just just begin to see. Just yeah. the, all, we, all we need, I'm getting a little passionate and excited, but all we, no, need, <laughs> all we need is a little glimpse of what if. What I mean, even when you just, when you just said, not to cut you off, but even when you just said that, like a two. Yeah, no, you're fine. And what would it take or how would life be different if it went from a two to 2.5? Yep. I even felt like, huh? Like, I even felt like a, <laughs> yes. a, a light off my chest. I'm like, oh, first of all, you're not telling me what it'll take me to get to a six. Exactly. Right? We're taking baby steps. So baby I appreciate steps. you for that. And then on, on, and second, and secondly, you're, um, you're helping me to to reframe my thinking in that moment that, like you said, there is a possibility that there is something on the other side that I'm not actually stuck in this absolutely level absolutely. of hopelessness and darkness. There is a, a, a way of a, the way a way out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. As social workers, that's what we do, Natasha. We are we are change agents. We facilitate yeah. Yeah. hopeful conversations. And a lot of people, you can't have that kind of conversation with your friend, right? You may not, you may not, unless your friend is a social worker, but like <laughs> you, 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 you may not be able to have these conversations with somebody at church or somebody else um, because the wrong person may have just told you, just pray about it. Right. Or, or do you believe, or did you stop having faith? And that's not necessarily the yeah. right thing to say at that time. Mm -hmm. This person, right. just, this yeah. person just needs yeah. to be walked through a process of being. This journey for some people is a very different journey. It's a different journey for everybody. But that's those are some of the things that, I, without going further, those are some of the things that I might do, um, even with a couple who's in crisis, right? A couple who's in crisis. I love to use the relationship happiness scale. So, for example. One to ten, ten being I'm very happy, one being I'm not happy. How happy are you about the relationship with your spouse? And I ask both of them this question. Well, the wife may say three, the husband may say five. I'm still going to ask, what would it take for that three to get to three and a half? Mm -hmm. I did that one. Mm -hmm. I did that. I used that recently with a couple and the husband went, I really like this question. Right. Because because I, at the beginning, it was like. We're having all these arguments. We're insulting each other. We're name calling. It's unhealthy. But even that question allowed them to think about, you know what? Okay, we, we didn't say, you know, we didn't say 10, right? <laughs> so there's a possibility of something can change here. So that's kind of like how I would respond to that question for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I love that. I think that even as viewers are, are watching this, they can take that tactic with them, mm -hmm. right? When they are feeling hopeless, they can ask themselves, what will it take 
for me to just have a slight mm-hmm. change or to mm-hmm. make a slight movement, right? Or, you know, um, because again, it forces you to allow yourself to think that there is a possibility, which yeah. kind of goes into what, you know, in the second and third stands, the or a line of the of the poem says, I see good, I see the good even when there is bad. I confidently speak with hopefulness regardless of my situation. And that's what that that scale does, right? It allows yeah. you still to see good even when there's bad, right? Again, not saying you gotta be at a 10, what? right? It's like, listen, the, the two is not saying we out we out the woods, like it's still a two, but there is a possibility to, 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 for things to get better, right? Or yeah. you are confidently speaking, right? You don't, as you are, what could happen? What What, what is something you can, that you can do to make things better, right? You don't see it just yet, but right. you're now speaking it to an, into an existence. You're allowing yeah. yourself to take your, um, be able to imagine and to vision that mm-hmm. it's possible to get there. And something yeah. else too, yeah. hopelessness we know is a risk factor for suicide. Yeah. So when someone presents to us and they're they're presenting with hopelessness, I love that opportunity to commend them for being here because they could have checked out, right? They could have mm-hmm. pulled that trigger. They could have taken those additional pills. They could have followed through with a suicidal attempt. Mm-hmm. Anybody who mm-hmm. I, who dies by suicide, the common, a common denominator is hopelessness, right? We're going to find that in every person who is suicidal. So the fact that they made the step, the extra step to come, yeah, they could have not come. They they could have done the consultation and and, and chickened out, right? But they but they here. And I use I capitalize on that. Another thing that I use that I love, I love to use this is the exception question. And the exception question for people that may not be clinically sound or therapeutic um, have experience in therapy is, tell me a time when you felt hopeless before, or you felt so much despair but you were able to overcome that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That right there. Game changer. Listen. <laughs> Game changer. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, 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 when I've done that, I actually, I was just telling me, Wendy, that I just finished a session right after yeah. this. And when y'all see me on Thursday nights, I literally just finished the session. <laughs> got ready. On. Um, but I was really just talking to a client about this um, uh, type of thought that people have is assuming the worst, right? So it's assuming the worst outcome. And it's like, well, yeah. what if, right? Like wh- when when was the last time you've experienced something like that? And how did you overcome that, yes. right? And I think I tell my clients all the time that that's your receipt. You need to go be able to go back. That's good. Because that's your receipt of your evidence, right? We talk about where's the receipts at? Where's the receipts? That's your receipt of proof that you'll be okay. You can handle it. And when we talk about believers, Mm -hmm. right? You know, we always talk about our faith is based on, or part of our faith is looking back to times when God has saved us, God Mm -hmm. has helped us, God has pushed us through, and or if we didn't get through it, Mm -hmm. looking back to other times, somebody else, God has helped somebody else and recognizing, well, he could do that for them. He could definitely do that for me, Mm -hmm. right? And those are just receipts. So going Mm -hmm. back, is those times where you're able to use a receipt to of proof that you'll be okay, you can handle it, and that things will get better on the other side. Natasha, I'm getting I, I'm look, I'm already excited. My excitement tends to escalate 
but I'm, I'm so excited my hair is itching. <laughs> you know, I just... <laughs> For those people with natural hair and locks, sometimes you get an itch when you get excited. But I just thought, you know, as you, <laughs> I'm a little, I'm goofy at the same time. But even when you were saying that, I think about the examples from a lot of the psalmists. You know, the psalms are filled with raw emotions. Hopelessness is in there. Despair is in there. Anger is in there. Depression is in there. Anxiety is in there. It's a whole bunch of emotions in the Bible. And some of the psalmists, they are, they start out with the raw expression of emotion. And then there's a twist. The twist sometimes starts with, but then I will remember. But then I recall. <laughs> but then yet, yet you are holy. I love when you said that receipt, that just, that got me more excited because it's so good to look back. Because then I, when, when we hear Oh, you, when a client says, you know what? Yeah, there was a time when I felt, I'm. let's talk about that. What got you through? What were the supports? What was different around that time? What was going on? We could probe and we could yeah. build up from that to help them get through the current season of hopelessness, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, two Mike says change agents. Yes, yes. yes. Social workers, we change agents <laughs> from the door. <laughs> uh, I want. I don't. I'm, I hope I say your name right, Teresi. Um, hey, 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 hey. Welcome, Hi. welcome, welcome. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm looking at the time. We, we, we're gonna keep talking because it, it's good. Um, we were one of the things that. Um, one of the things that we talked about is that that confidence, right? And mm -hmm. I think one of the questions I have is like. That type of, and I guess we, we actually talked about this really, so maybe this might be a redundant question, but that sense of, um, actually, no, I'm, I'm going to actually change the question. Mm -hmm. Can one, what are, you, what are your thoughts on, can one still deal hope, right? And we, and we talked about that level of dealing hope for themselves and, you know, um, and as a, as a result, as a result of um, just, being hopeful, you can easily, people easily end up feeling that hope and they get connected and inspired and motivated and encouraged as well. Mm -hmm. But do you feel like someone can still deal hope even when um, their situation seems hopeless, right? Is it possible to still have hope and be hopeful even when your situation is evident that it's like, it's not, it's not working, like it's not going yeah. <laughs> in the right direction yeah. and or there's no time there's no time in the immediate future that is going to change yeah. that part too. That's a good question. So let me make sure I understand what I'm hearing you say is, can one be hopeful or deal hope even if the situation that they're in seems hopeless? Did I get that correct? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yes. That's why. Because I didn't hear you. I did not hear you say, can one be hopeful if they are hopeless? There's a difference. If a person is hopeless, then no, they cannot be hopeful. But if they are in a situation that seems hopeless, they can have a different perspective. They might have gone to therapy. They might have learned how to engage in cognitive reframing or how to engage in changing their mindset. They may uh, be a very grounded Christian where they're able to look at things through the lens of the Bible and remember that Jesus said that in this earth, we will experience trials and tribulations. But then he says, take 
hope. In other words, take courage. I have already overcome the world. They, they may really believe the promises of God's word and really just working out their salvation, working out their faith and not allowing what they feel to be defined by their circumstances. Mm -hmm. So yes, I believe that. Yeah. I think even when you were like, when you mentioned you can't be hopeful and hopeless at the same time, I would love for you to elaborate on that because um, that's like one of those, aha, right? Like, <laughs> let, me, let me think on that one. Like, I got to think back to that. Like, yeah. you know, like, tell me more what you mean by that. Yeah, I, I think of it, a, a, a similar comparison is, Faith and anxiety doesn't coexist, right? Fear and anxiety doesn't coexist. If I'm hopeless, that's a that's not only the, is it a feeling, it's a state of mind, right? It's a state of mind. That means I don't see any way out, and if I don't see any way out, there's no room for, for there's no room for hopefulness. If I'm in an anxious, if I have an anxious mind, and I have an anxious I'm crippled with anxiety, then there's no room for faith to work. So it's kind of like that that same similarity. Mm -hmm. It 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 blocks, it hinders the, the uh, 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 that's why it's important to really work through that, to be able to recognize that I need help. I need help because mm -hmm. which is why hopelessness when a person does not seek help is it drives them towards something drastic like the end of their ending their lives. Because there's no room. Mm -hmm. There's no room. There's no room for help. There's no room for relief. There's no room for comfort. Right. And that's why it's so important to, to for somebody to really, you know, admit that I, I really need to navigate this with the help of someone. A professional. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I think what you said, the word that's so important is perception. Mm -hmm. um, one thing I often challenge my clients is. Is it really that situation or is it a perceived version of that? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, is it really rejection or is it perceived rejection? Right? Mm -hmm. Is it, right? Because a lot of times it's our emotions that are driving the thoughts that we're having about the situation. Like, we have a thought about it and then it causes us to feel a certain way and then the feeling causes us to think a certain way and it's like this, like, circle. I mean, a cycle yeah. that happens in our thoughts and our feelings and our actions, how they interact with each other. Mm -hmm. And before we know it, we can then be making our feelings facts, right? I feel hopeless, so therefore my situation is hopeless, yeah. right? Yeah. And... And that's what you, and that's exactly what you meant about how it's a feeling, but it also can then be your perception. And so, mm -hmm. the challenge um, that people have to have, and I, I challenge this, and how you say homework, I say challenge. I like that. <laughs> I, I, that's the way I use challenge. Um, so I challenge our, my, the viewers to really think about if you are in a state of hopelessness, mm -hmm. is it true hopelessness or is it perceived hopelessness? Mm -hmm. Are you really in a hopeless situation or is it, does it feel like that? And therefore now you have decided that's what it is yeah. because getting out of hopelessness requires a decision to start speaking life into it to be able to see the hope, Come right? On, you know, like saying, like you were saying, there's this like the scale, 
you're at a two and then you ask the question, yeah. what would you need to make it a 2.5? You have to make the decision mm-hmm. to allow yourself to think about the possibility of moving it to a 2.5. Mm-hmm. If you decide, I don't want, there's no way, there is no moving to 2.5. It's a two and mm-hmm. it's only going to get to a one. I can tell you how it's going to get to a one. Point five, but there's no way to get to a 2.5. That's a decision and deciding how you, um, how you want to perceive it, how you want to think about your situation and the ability Mm -hmm. to take control of your situation to make it different. And so Mm -hmm. I love what you said about that. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, This is good. This is good stuff. For sure. Cause it, it, go ahead. No, I was going to say, no matter what type of change we're talking about, it requires participation, right? It requires, you don't, you don't experience change by being a spectator. You don't experience change by being, by staying in the victim stance. And we see a lot of clients, I'm sure you do too, who have experienced lots of progress, but they're still functioning as they were when they were in the despair and the in the pit of the trauma or the depression and and we have to call that out we have to be able to identify that that's a very delicate balance right um because there are people who get comfortable in in being the victim in being the hopeless because they get attention that way right they get they get affect more affection that way they get a spotlight that way and then there are people that are truly truly hopeless because they've had so much hurt and pain happen to them um and now the only thing on their minds is i need an escape mm-hmm. and so there's a delicate balance with that for sure yeah 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 well as we come to a close what would you say um what lesson key takeaway would you give when it comes to moving from hopelessness to hopefulness mm-hmm. you know the first thing i would say is be honest. Be honest with yourself. If you are feeling hopeless, even if you are, you are teetering in the, I'm in a hopeless situation and you can't seem to regulate your emotions, be honest and then ask for help. Asking for help might look like talking to your spiritual leader, might look like seeking a, a professional counselor to help you navigate that, to help you really help you uh, navigate and change your perspective or examine, explore your perspective and help you to look at your situation differently. One of the things that's very evident is what happened, if something did happen, we can't change what happened, but we can change how we look at and how we respond. And we're responsible for that. We are responsible for uh, experiencing the relief that we want to to, to, to experience moving forward. So that, 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 just to keep it short, that's what I would say, first of all. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say to add on uh, my lesson. Uh, um, I think my my one of my aha moments. Tons, tons of aha moments I have. I don't know what aha moments you guys had. Put them in the comments. Share your <laughs> aha moments you had. If you had any aha moments, put hashtag aha. Um, <laughs> but I would say my aha moment um, was um, perception. Right, yeah. like recognizing that your perception. Mm-hmm is key and feeling hopeless feels out of control yeah but the way you gain back that control is gaining control of your perception Mm -hmm. recognizing you have control over how you decide Mm -hmm. to perceive your situation you have control over how you decide to move forward in your situation and that's how you take that take control back from the hopelessness 
and then be able to create the hopefulness yeah. that you are are seeking. Mm-hmm. So um, that's my lesson for the day. That's good. That's good. <laughs> so, Wendy, I, I just appreciate you being on here. Tell the people how they can connect with you, work with you, yes. get access to all the great things that you mentioned earlier. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you for that. Um, thank you for that opportunity. The, the one-stop shop is my website, Against All Odds, uh, PCS.com. I am on IG as well. My business page is at faith-based practice. Personal page is empowered to serve. Uh, YouTube empower encouraged believer. And uh, TikTok empowered to empower. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm always doing something on there. <laughs> um, my part- TikTok is a, is a wild card. Listen. Everybody is dancing. I'm, I'm like speaking and sharing. I'm serious and sharing, you know. But anyways, um, I am also, my podcast, Empower to Empower You, is also on YouTube. I'm really excited about that. That's the most recent thing that happened. But anyways, to get connected with me, the website will be the first place uh, for sure. Or you can connect with me on Instagram or Facebook. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, thank you, guys. Thank you to Mike's. Um, for being on, I appreciate your support. And for those who want to know a little about well, a little bit about what's going on, on my end of the world, um, again, like I said, you can purchase um, the Myself Talk Speaks Life inspirational coloring book on the Speak Life website, Speak Life Transformation website backslash LSL dash store. 